All right, recording podcast number five in three, two, one. Hi there, welcome to the Underdog Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Cameron. Today's topic of discussion will be Super Bowl 52. All the highs, all the lows, all the best plays, the worst plays, the uh, funny commercials that they had in it, and kind of what my predictions are going to be for Super Bowl 53, who I think is going to be in Super Bowl 53. So, Let's get right to it. The uh, most talked about thing, the most made fun of thing um, from that Super Bowl is actually probably Tom Brady's uh, Tom Brady's messed up catch. I think it was at the beginning of the second quarter. Um, let me see if I can play some audio for you for from it. All right, so yeah, so like I said, it was the it was the most talked about thing online right now. It's the most made of made fun of thing online right now, as far as like football fans and memes and stuff like that. Um, to me, I thought it was just a botched play. Uh, I've seen the Patriots do trick plays before, but I don't think Tom Brady probably should have done that play. I think there is an earlier game. I don't know what exactly what Eagles game it was, but I think I've seen him do the same play against the Eagles before, and he actually and it actually worked for him. But a lot of people were just saying, uh, you know, that it was his like age and he shouldn't have been running the ball I guess necessarily or running to try and catch the ball um and that's why he shouldn't have done that he's not a receiver technically I don't think he's a receiver he's a quarterback he should stay back um I think he's not a good runner either I think he's like one of the worst runners as far as a football player goes so I think he shouldn't have tried it honestly especially in a game like the Super Bowl um and that and I've seen him do other trick plays like the flea flicks and stuff like that where they can we can they can pull that off a lot better um I know their special teams are capable of doing something better so I don't think he I don't think he should have tried that play at all um let's see here next one so we got the other one though the opposing one the amazing play that happened which was nick Foles uh doing like this insane catch uh let me see if i can find it nick Foles catch Super Bowl. Yeah, Nick Nick Foles tried a uh, tried a trick play at the end of the second quarter, and it actually worked for him. Or he tried a uh, uh, different kind of quarterback um, quarterback trick play, and it actually worked for him against the Patriots defense. Um, play the audio here. So yeah, I mean, like it to to me, that's crazy because that's Nick Foles. You know, he's backup quarterback trying to pull something that like that off. Um, I guess they've only two from what I've read. They only tried to uh, practice that, or they had only practiced that play at least three times within that week. So it's not something they knew like right off the top of their head. It's just something that they've practiced maybe a couple times in practice. But other than that, it's not something that they they knew uh, knew professionally enough to try and pull off. But they figured they could pull it off against the Patriots. So that's a pre- pretty gutsy as far as the Eagles go uh, to try and pull something like that off against the Patriots in the Super Bowl. But then again, too, they were ahead, you know, so it's not like that. It, it wouldn't have worked. They could have kicked a field goal if it didn't didn't go as planned or it wasn't as successful. Um but yeah, that was that was probably the best play of the Super Bowl was Nick Foles Nick Foles' trick play. Both of them were, you know, 
interesting on different ends of the spectrum. One of them was the worst play, you know, we've ever seen from, you know, potentially like what people consider the greatest quarterback of all time. But, um, but yeah, it was the worst play he's ever made and it was in the Super Bowl. And then it's probably the best play, one of the best plays that's ever happened in a Super Bowl too. And that was from a backup quarterback. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's some crazy stuff that happened throughout the game other than that, but those were like the top two highlights that had happened. Um, some other news that came out with with Super Bowl 52 ending was that a lot of people are, are contemplating that Gronk is going to retire. He even, uh, he even kind of questioned that himself in like a post interview that he, uh, in, or post Super Bowl interview that he's going to, he's possibly thinking about retiring. He can't answer, you know, he said that he's not going to answer those questions yet. I think that would be crazy if Gronk retires. I've seen that guy play live before to give them credit. He's like, you know, trying to cover a basketball player on the field. It's like one of the biggest dudes you'll ever see play football. Um, you know, most of the time, most teams have to do double coverage on him, and if they don't, Brady's going to throw right to him. So it, it'd be crazy that he leaves. But then again, the Patriots are pretty good, uh, as as most teams are, if, uh, as far as like filling in that gap for somebody. Um, most teams have like one or two good receivers, or like the the receivers that um, you know they're most notable. Like if I think, for example, like Cincinnati, everyone knows who, who AJ Green is, um, but that's the only guy they really have. With uh, like someone like me, I'm a Steelers fan. We have like multiple receivers. We got Martavis Bryant. We got Antonio Brown. You have Juju Smith-Schuster, and just like that, uh, the Patriots they don't have notable receivers, but they have guys that they can fill in. They have people like Amendola and Edelman, who was out the entire season, but he was in there too. And Gronk. So he's got like just like us. They they've got multiple people that they could put in. So if Gronk does retire, I wouldn't be you know. I wouldn't feel too bad for the Patriots because I'm sure they could find someone to, to replace him. Um, another one that, you know, me being a Steelers fan at all, it's kind of interesting to hear is that James Harrison is thinking about moving on. Um, from what I know, he only had a one-year deal contract signed with the, the Patriots, and even then he didn't really play that long with the Patriots. He only played a couple games with them and then went into the Super Bowl. So it wasn't like he had played the entire season with them. If he does move on, um, you know, part of me thinks, part of me hopes he comes back and becomes the Steelers and we'll just forget about that little incident in New England. Um, but if he doesn't go back to us and if he doesn't go back to the Pats, I'd be interested to see who might pick him up. He is a, uh, he is a prime pick in my opinion. The dude's only like 35, 36 years old. He's not that, he's not that old considerably, but he's pretty old for, for as far as like a football player goes, especially someone who's playing on the defensive end of things. Um, so it'd be interesting to see who picks him up. The dude I think is in prime health. If you've ever watched any of his like workout videos and stuff like that, it's just insane. Um, another one that is interesting too, uh, that's been hitting some like the NFL news and stuff like that is Josh, Josh McDaniels. The Pats offensive coordinator was given a, uh, was given an offer to go and coach for the Colts and he denied it. Uh, rumors were, or at least like the reports had speculated that he was actually going to go and coach be the head coach for the Colts. And they even said that during the Super Bowl that, uh, that he might be going, going to the Colts. Uh, and then like two or three days later, he denied it and said that he's going to stay and become the offensive coordinator for the, uh, for the new England Patriots. And to me, um, I found this online. I got to read this for you guys. This is pretty funny. There's a, a Twitter account. It's called captain Andrew luck. And it's funny cause it's like an old school civil war picture of Andrew luck. Cause the dude looks like he's from the civil war. Um, but it's funny and I have to read it to you the way they, they wrote it. Cause it's, it's, it's just hilarious to me how they wrote it. It says, dearest mother, I write to the, I write to you the most distressful news. The men have been hoodwinked. The deserter McDaniels is on the lamb, likely headed toward new England. My best scouts report. Was this a ploy to merely spy? We shall never know. Irritating. Sincerest Andrew. 
It, I mean that that's just hilarious to me. If you ever if you ever get a chance, go look up on Twitter Captain Andrew Luck. They tweet things as if he was from the Civil War. Um, so it's just it's pretty funny stuff. I'll read you another one. Uh, Dearest mother, time heals all wounds, including a slap to the face from the bamboozler. I have confidence in the unit shall find a proper general in time. Now I must return to the sidearm drums. Hopeful Andrew. It's just like he, everything they write is like a, an old you know an old Civil War <laughs> Civil War letter. He writes to his mother the entire time. It's it's pretty funny. Just go check it out but um but yeah that's you know that's what i'm getting from the expression for most people from who are colts fans is they didn't really care whether he came back or not they're just looking for someone to to lead that team as far as the coach goes um Part of me thinks that Josh McDaniels might have stayed because they're going to try and go for another Super Bowl push. I think that's crazy because, uh, you know, from a football fan, football perspective of things, I think we've seen the end of the Patriots dynasty. I don't think that it's going to happen anymore for them. I think, you know, give them maybe like one or two more years and Brady's probably going to retire. The dude's just getting so old at this point. And then, you know, there's other people too, like Matt Patricia, their defensive coordinator is moving on to Detroit, and he's like one of the better defensive coordinators in the entire league. Um, so he's he's going on to Detroit to actually coach the Detroit Lions. So it be interesting because now they got to work with a new defensive coordinator now they've got new people on the team and stuff like that um so and then you had rumors too that belichick was gonna leave that leave that organization so it's just there's a lot of things going on i don't think i don't think the patriots are going back to the super bowl necessarily i think we've seen like i said we've seen the end of that dynasty and they're gonna go through the process most teams go through that the browns have been going through since forever which is rebuilding their team you know restructuring their team and getting that and that uh, as of course takes you know like a good two to three to possibly five years to get a good team going again. So we'll we'll see where that goes. Um, another interesting bit of news. Uh, a lot of want, a lot of people are speculating, but there's no actual like real news about it. Is who's going to start for the Eagles next season? A lot of people are pretty sure that's going to be Carson Wentz. Does that mean Nick Foles stays as a backup quarterback, or does that mean he's going to, you know, is he going to move on and go to a different team? There's a lot of teams in the league that are actually looking for a quarterback that need a quarterback desperately. Um, so who knows? Maybe he goes to their division rivals and goes to the Redskins because they're going to need a quarterback too. Maybe he stays, uh, maybe he, uh, stays under Carson Wentz. Who knows? Or maybe Carson Wentz get, lets go too because Nick Foles kind of proved to, him, to everybody this year that he's actually – uh, quarterback worthy necessarily he didn't play a bad game and he didn't look like a backup quarterback out there the guy's got some years on him as far as uh, as far as a player goes so we'll see where uh, we'll see where that leads as far as the the Super Bowl in general halftime show I'm not a Justin Timberlake fan at all so I'm not like impressed by it. I usually am not impressed by the Super Bowl halftime show the last Super Bowl halftime show I actually probably watched and enjoyed was when the Rolling Stones performed it or at least when the one I saw at least I saw it on YouTube and stuff like that so that's not uh, that's not the most important part to me of course, everybody watches the Super Bowl if they're not a football fan for the commercials. And probably some of the funniest commercials to me were, at least the two I thought of immediately, were the Tide commercial. Because it's, you know, making fun of every other commercial and every other ad that's going to be coming on for the Super Bowl. And when I watch that commercial, if you go watch it online right now on YouTube because I can't play it for legal rights. But if you watch the Tide commercial, it's literally like you think the commercial ends and then it doesn't. And then you think the commercial ends and it doesn't. It's just him making fun of of every single commercial that would probably air otherwise on 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 the super bowl so uh, they're kind of uh they're kind of you know shots fired at every other commercial uh on the super bowl they're kind of making fun of it which is hilarious uh and then there's the budweiser dilly 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 is probably stuck in everybody's head it's probably not going to go away at all it's kind of probably going to be the saying for like the next 10 years for budweiser it's an amazing advertisement scheme if you think about it um I think it was, uh, I was watching some video, I don't know who exactly, but the guys who did the advertisement or created the advertisement 
for Budweiser. They said that uh, in test groups that Dilly Dilly didn't work, that people didn't like that saying at all, or they just didn't think it was funny at all or anything like that. And then they just kind of went for it. They took a gamble and said that it would work. And I remember watching the Super Bowl in a Steelers bar this year, and every time the Budweiser commercial came on or every time something funny happened or like when Brady dropped his pass, everyone was just yelling, Dilly Dilly! So, you know, to me, that's funny. I'm, I'm not a drinker at all. I don't drink at all, but it's still something I will say enjoyably. It's just a hella funny saying. It doesn't mean anything at all. Um, it's just, it's, it's, it's funny. It's a great advertisement scheme, and, and I think it worked for what it was supposed to work. Um, last thing I'll say about Super Bowl 52 is my prediction for Super Bowl 53, who I think the two teams are going to be. And I, of course, think, being uh, a Steelers fan at heart, uh, the AFC, I will always go with the Steelers. I will never, never abandon, abandon that team. Uh, Steelers are, are blood, sweat, and tears, heart, soul. What I bleed, I bleed black and gold, bleed black and yellow. That's going to be that's gonna be who I'm going to be rooting for. Um, and then on the opposite side, the NFC, uh, I think, to me, I think the, the team that's going to go in for it is going to be the Saints. I think they had kind of a botched, not a botched year, but a botched game against... Um, against the Vikings I think they could have beaten them easily enough I mean it wasn't like they lost like by an incredible amount it wasn't like the Vikings when they played the Eagles and they lost by a huge huge chunk of things they are a huge chunk of points they they uh they lost only by a couple points against the Vikings it came down to the wire I think the Saints are gonna do it I think Drew Brees had kind of a, a career year in general I think he's trying to get up there too with uh with people like Brady and Manning he wants to be notified no, noted like that that's where he wants to be uh as far as like standing as a quarterback um, I know he wants to go back to the Super Bowl too. It's been a while since that team's been to the Super Bowl. They made the playoffs a couple years in a row now too. So it's it's one of those teams I think it, it, I'd be on the rate or be on the radar for it, watch out for. It. But then again, who knows? It, there's there's you know I I didn't know from the beginning of this year that most of the teams that made it to the playoffs. I wouldn't have told you that the Jags and the Buffalo Bills would have made it to the playoffs this year. So anything could happen next year, and it could be anybody's game next year. It's it's going to be insane. I think to to watch some of these games, some of these new people, like I said, there's a couple other people like the Patriots and all that. They're like their dynasties are starting to end, and we're gonna see a new new branch of uh, new branch of football teams starting to go into the Super Bowl and starting to go into the playoffs. It'll be an interesting kind of shakeup. Um, I'm interested too to see what the Eagles are gonna do now that Carson Wentz is gonna be healthy next season. They'll probably have an on fire season. The Raiders are gonna be crazy too. The Raiders literally have like if you were playing Madden and you wanted to make a Madden team, they have the Madden coach, the Madden quarterback, the kind of like players you want to pick in Madden. It's just it's it's an insane. So it'd be crazy to me that if the Raiders don't do anything, then again you got you know around that same kind of area you have the 49ers, you know just across the bay over there. You have the 49ers who have potentially the next Tom Brady, the next you know Joe Montana, uh, Garoppolo who's an insane quarterback if you watch him and if you look at his numbers and stuff like that. Uh, so we'll see what he do, does this year, though. I want to see Garoppolo play a full year instead of just like half a year or just a couple games. I want to see what he's capable of doing playing for a full year and starting for them, uh, what the pressures are going to be like for that, too. Um, so it, it could be anyone's game. My bet's going to be, though, for Super Bowl 53, Steelers, Steelers Saints. Uh, maybe I'll make a podcast about that, a vlog about that. Uh, when that when that happens next year, we'll see we'll see if my prediction comes true. I'm hoping to God it comes true. I'll be I'll be betting on the Steelers until the till the uh, till that happens. So, um, but yeah, thanks for listening to this podcast. Thanks for uh, thanks for checking it out. Thanks for listening to my vlog. If you're watching it on YouTube and stuff like that, uh, if you have any like music you want me to use in the podcast, just send it my way. You could uh, email me theunderdogpodcast at gmail.com. If you have any like clothing or anything like that, right now I'm just wearing Nike attire and I do like Nike attire. But if you uh, if you have anything you want me to wear in the podcast, just send it uh, send like a link to it my way uh, through an email, or you could send me a package too. I can give you an address you can send it to. Um, either way, just let me know. Uh, like I said, just email theunderdogpodcast at gmail.com. 
as always too, most importantly, just keep God first and have a good rest of your day, guys. Thanks for listening to the Underdog Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Cameron.